our lectionary text this morning, um, it comes from 2 Corinthians 5, 16 through 21. And so from now on, we don't look on anyone in terms of mere human judgment. Even if we did once regard Christ in these terms, that is not how we know Christ now. And for anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. The old order has passed away and now everything is new. All of this is from God who ransomed us through Christ and made us ministers of that reconciliation. That means that through Christ, the world was fully reconciled again to God who didn't bother to hold our transgressions transgressions against us, but instead entrusted us with this message of reconciliation. This makes us Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making the appeal directly through us. Therefore, we implore you in Christ's name, be reconciled to God. For our sake, God made the one who was without sin to be sin. So by this means, we might become the very holiness of God. We hear the voice of God through these words. goodness. There's a lot of heavy theology in both of those scriptures um, that were part of our lectionary <clears throat> text, and I could have gone a lot of ways with this sermon, um, even with, with Matthew's text, it, it could have gone a lot of ways. And so, um, but these words from St. Paul's letter to the Church of Corinth about becoming a new creation, it always makes me think of springtime. And I, I swear, Sarah and and Connor stole my sermon. I'm just going to say that already. Um, but this week, it feels like spring has finally sprung. Spring feels like newness to me. I love to see the green, new grass and the vibrant flowers that are now sprouting out of the yellowed, winter-worn land. The, the birds are fluttering about, and we're starting to see signs of life again. I know I'm biased, but I believe that there is nothing more beautiful than Central Texas in spring. And I'm really sorry if you don't live in Texas, if you don't get to see this, come visit us in person. It's beautiful. Take a drive down any Texas highway, maybe not I-35, but the other ones. Um, fields are blooming with new life. The blue bonnets popped up this week, seemingly overnight. We had a tornado and then boom. Blue bonnets everywhere. And soon your Texas friends are going to be posting family photos in the blue bonnets with their kids. And if you're those people, please watch out for snakes. But for me, this is that sweet spot when I start to feel the relief that winter is over. That I can anticipate the coming heat of summer, but I'm still okay with it because at least it's not freezing, but it's not the, the heat of July. Um, but this time of year, everything just feels like it's buzzing with life. The natural world that we live in, this planet, it never sits still, does it? It's always rotating and circling. With each rotation, our land becomes either light or dark, day and night on perpetual repeat. Each lap around the sun moves us through the cycles of life that come and go with each passing season. Spring is born and it matures into summer and summer fades into fall and fall slowly dies into winter. And then winter rebirths into spring, all to do it again and again and again. Our earth is alive and always changing. It's always on the brink of becoming something new, becoming light, becoming dark, 
becoming awake, becoming dormant, becoming warmer, becoming colder. Clouds become rain and raindrops become oceans and oceans become clouds. Our world is just one big becoming. We've been talking about becomings for the last few weeks. Fran preached a beautiful sermon about expanding our consciousness of the becomings that God has initiated within us and the healing and empowerment that we can experience when we take the time to ritualize those newly realized becomings. And last week, Aurelia preached about becoming aware of sneaky becomings that are happening often without our noticing, these small and obvious changes that lead to shifts in our awareness of ourselves and of the work of God. So now that we're paying attention and noticing and being conscious of our becomings, I want to challenge us to become active in them. We, like the earth, are constantly changing. We're becoming something different than what we've been before. As humans, like the world that we live in, we're perpetually becoming something. Every single one of us is becoming something. In fact, we're becoming more than one thing simultaneously, whether we want to or not, and whether we see it or not. We're constantly undergoing multiple physical, emotional, relational, spiritual transformations all at the same time. We have these big, bold becomings and these sneaky, subtle, slight becomings, mundane becomings, and sacred becomings. It can be really overwhelming to be awake or conscious of all of our becomings at once. Our becomings are not always predictable or cyclical as the rhythms of nature, but like the turning of the seasons or the rising of the sun or the waxing and waning of the moon, many of the things that we're becoming are beyond our control. And try as we may, we cannot change it. Because sometimes we become something without our choosing. The becoming happens to us without our consent. Most of these non-consenting becomings are natural, physical processes that happen to our bodies just like as they happen to the plants and the animals. Physical maturity happens, bringing us from childhood to adolescence to adulthood to late adulthood. Our bodies are aging and changing with each phase of life. We become older. Birth, then life, then death, and the time in between those transitions may be different for every one of us, but it's always in that order. I had a conversation Last week with my little friend, Cozy, who is oh so bright and wise beyond her six years of age. And she was telling me about how she, as she gets older, she gets less scared of things. Of course, our conversation, we were discussing the increasingly scary and maturing themes of Harry Potter, because that's what we do. And, and how one day she will be able to read and watch the later years of the series. And she says, yep. I can only get older. I can't get younger. God, she's smart. She knows, Cozy knows that some becomings are linear and only move in one direction, that we can't unbecome some things. No matter what the beauty industry tells us, we can only physically age in one direction. But some of our becomings are more of a spectrum that we can move along the spectrum in positive or negative ways, back and forth. We become more of this and less of that, 
we become nearer or further from one end of the spectrum or the other. We can move back and forth along these spectrums based on our willingness to allow for change and whether or not we choose to direct our energy toward that becoming. We can choose to put energy into moving ourselves toward the end of the spectrum that we want to be on. We can choose to exercise and eat well and become physically stronger or more fit. Or we can choose not to exercise, eat poorly, and we move to the other end of those spectrums. We can practice empathy and become more kind. Or on the flip side, we can fall into apathy and become more careless. We can engage in acts of courage, like Cozy, and become less scared. We can feel weary and overburdened, and we can choose to rest and lay stuff down and become re-energized. We can move from disconnection to connectedness as we become more vulnerable with ourselves and with others. We have the ability to take hold of our becomings, either by action or inaction. We choose where we direct or withhold our energy. And sometimes our inaction is just as powerful as our actions. Texas music legend, Willie Nelson, wrote a song back in the 90s. And it's a simple song that packs a really lyrical punch. And it's actually one of my husband's favorites. And the lyrics go like this. Still is still moving to me. I swim like a fish in the sea all the time. But if that's what it takes to be free, I don't mind. Still is still moving to me. It's hard to explain how I feel. It won't go into words, but I know that it's real. I could be moving or I can be still, but still is still moving to me. Oh yes, still is still moving to me. Willie knows that choosing not to do something is still doing something. We're reminded in our scripture today that through life, through the life and death and resurrection of Jesus and through the work of the spirit, divine energy has been spent on our becoming something new. We have been moved from one end of the reconciliation spectrum to the other. Reconciliation is a big word, but it just really means it's the process of becoming restored and attuned, riding the ship, becoming balanced and harmonious, becoming one, becoming the holiness of God. For our sakes, God, through Jesus, has already done the work of reconciliation. And our work, if we choose it, is to first become aware of the power of that reconciliation and then to allow it to transform us into something new. I think that what St. Paul means is that we're not meant to be active, or we're not meant to merely be passive recipients of this reconciliation with God, that we're called to be active participants too. Paul tells the church in Corinth, all of this is from God who ransomed us through Christ and made us ministers of that reconciliation. That means that through Christ, the world was finally reconciled again to God who didn't hold our transgressions against us, but instead entrusted us with the message of reconciliation. We're urged to participate in it, but not in the sense that we have to earn it. There's no need for that by the grace of God. But with our free will, 
we can choose to be co-agents of change, working with the divine in our own life and in the world. We can use our tools, our spiritual practices to help us become more attuned and, and move in harmony with the divine spirit as she breathes in and around us. This is where we begin to experience in fullness the gift of reconciliation. When we notice the work of God in our lives and we allow ourselves to be transformed by it, the radical act of reconciliation, it actually reverses the natural spectrum. Old actually becomes new. I would say that if we're conscious, that is, if we are awake and aware of what we are becoming to the transformation blooming within us, the newness that comes from the work of the divine, that we can use our energy to move us along our own spectrums of change, to allow the spirit of God to change us, to become more like Jesus. We can use our energy to participate in the world spectrum and change it little by little. We can become ambassadors of that supernatural reconciliation that moves the kingdom of earth along the spectrum to become more like the kingdom of heaven. So on an individual level, I think it starts with some self-examination. And this morning, I just want you to ask yourself. You don't have to put it in the, the chat. I mean, you can if you want to. But I really just want you to ask yourself and contemplate, am I awake to the things that I'm becoming? Am I aware of the divine bloomings that are happening within me, both big and small? Awakening to these becomings can be exhilarating or they can be terrifying. And I think the new buzzword around here is exhilifying. Thank you, Fran. Um, but either way, I want you to encourage, I, I want to encourage you to find a safe person in your life and share with them what you're becoming. Because I think that becoming needs some support. It needs community. It needs some encouragement. And speaking it out loud helps to take the edge off. I also want to ask, I want you to ask yourself, how can I actively participate and move along the spectrum towards my becomings? Where do I need to direct my energy? Do I need to ritualize it or find a way to honor the work of the divine in my life? These are just some things I want you to contemplate in the days to come. We won't be singing it today, but our dear Fran wrote a song a while back. And most of you know it. And in fact, it's our unofficial, but pretty official church anthem. And I'm not sure that Fran had St. Paul's letter to the Corinthians in mind when she wrote the song. You'd have to ask her. But I feel like her song beautifully encapsulates Paul's message, this reminder of our divine reconciliation, as well as our collective becoming ambassadors of that reconciliation to the world. May the life that flows from you flow in me. We're reconciled, new creations in Christ, becoming one with the divine, the holiness of God. May I be your voice, speaking grace and peace. We're becoming ministers of that reconciliation. Let us walk alongside you as you bring the world around us to life. We're becoming ambassadors, perpetuators, co-conspirators of that divine life-giving reconciliation. So as we go into the world this week, I'd leave you this. 
may we take notice of God bringing the world to life. May we behold that which was asleep, becoming awake as life springs forth in nature around us. May we recognize how the old became new within ourselves. And may we realize the work and the movement of the divine spirit in and around us. May we direct our energy as ambassadors, as the holiness of God, to move the kingdom of this world along the spectrum closer to the kingdom of heaven. Amen.